Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Michael Forstner and welcome to the Kaleidoscope Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to anyone that's suffering with ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease or any type of GI issue. Our goal is to dive deeper into understanding things that can help us improve our GI system. So join us each week where we dive deeper into anything that can be beneficial for us. This week, I want to talk about the positive effects of raw milk. Now, I'm doing that in an air quote because when I say raw milk, it's actually more than natural milk, that nothing's been added to or nothing's been done to the milk. Now, typically when people think of milk, they think about pasteurized milk, which actually has been heated or somehow changed slightly, so it's actually not like the normal form that's coming out of a cow right at the farm. Now, I'm lucky enough that I actually have a farm that's close by where I'm able to buy raw milk. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you probably heard me talk about dairy before and how it's something you want to avoid. Now, I was kind of hesitant towards trying out raw milk, but after doing a lot of research and seeing a lot of the benefits that people with colitis have had through drinking raw milk and kefir, I thought I'd give it a shot. So I actually reached out to the farm that was close by to make sure that they had some milk for me to buy. And again, luckily enough, they had some milk. Um, giving a shout out to Flint Hill Farm, uh, in case you're in the area. It's a great farm. They have plenty of options for you to buy. Now, when I first got there, again, I didn't really know what exactly I needed. But again, I had a feeling that most raw milk was just the same. And when I actually got there, she told me, one of the ladies that worked there, about the different things that I can buy. So whether it's the raw cheese, the raw milk itself, the buttermilk, or even the kefir. So I ended up buying two half gallons of raw milk and then a quarter gallon of the kefir milk as well, which I think was the better option just because the kefir itself has such a high amount of probiotics added to it. And as we know, people that suffer with ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease or any other IBD type issues is that our microbiome is not set exactly where it should be. And what's happening is that there's not this balancing act of the good bacteria outtaking the bad bacteria. So we're trying to rebalance the microbiome. Now, that's to say that they're either doing that by increasing our good bacteria in our gut or that the raw milk is actually taking on the bad bacteria in our gut and fighting them off. The many strains of the bacteria and yeast found in the kefir, which sometimes they can have up to 50 plus strains or more, helps both to keep the bad bacteria at bay, but also to help rebuild the colonies of good bacteria. So that's one of the many things that we always have to focus on when we have a GI type issue, is making sure that we have the right amount of good bacteria in our gut. And through medication, sometimes that can alter that, where then it lets the bad bacteria actually build up higher. Now, the other thing cool with raw kefir milk is that it also has antibacterial properties. So this is further going to help the imbalancing of the gut bacteria in people with ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease by killing again off the bad bacteria and providing an environment in which the good bacteria can thrive. Now, most of the antibacterial action is down to specific strains of the bacteria that are found in the kefir. Most notably, it would be the lactobacilli kefir, 
which has been shown to inhibit the growth of pathogenic bacteria such as E. coli and salmonella. So again, that's going to be really important for us when we're trying to increase the good bacteria in our microbiome. Now, when it comes to drinking raw milk, um, I actually didn't follow a protocol. Maybe I should have, but what I first did was after I bought everything, I just opened up one of the jugs and pretty much slammed quite a bit of it down. I didn't drink the entire thing, but I probably had at least a cup and a half, if not maybe two. And then I also drank a good chunk of the kefir itself too. So of the raw milk and the kefir, I probably had two and a half cups of milk within a matter of about 10 minutes. And the crazy thing was I actually didn't feel any discomfort after drinking that. Whereas before, if I would drink milk that was pasteurized, I would always feel within a matter of five minutes to 10 minutes, just a huge cramping in my stomach. So the fact that I didn't feel anything that right away was kind of a tell sign that this actually may help my gut itself. Now, as the first day was going on, um, I was still kind of nervous because again, I had no idea what the effects were going to be. And after about 12 hours into it, my body actually started feeling a lot better. And the one of the crazy things is that I actually didn't have to go to the restroom as much as I usually do. Typically, I've been averaging about four or five bowel movements a day. Um, after I had some of the milk, I actually have only gone to the bathroom twice today, which really seems odd to me because I've been so used to going to the bathroom so many times. Again, four or five times was average. And the fact that after the first day, I only went twice was a huge change. And I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of the week goes. I'm going to keep you posted on that. Um, but again, just in the first couple of days, I've noticed a huge difference in just how I feel, my energy. Um, I've even been sleeping better as well. So it's been a huge plus in my overall health. Now, if you do want to learn more about the raw milk and how about to drink it, there actually is a book. It is a little, I want to say outdated because I don't think there's a whole lot of books on drinking raw milk, but it is from the 1920s from Charles Porter, who writes about actually a lot of patients that he took care of by having them drink raw milk. Uh, when I was looking online about this, he was having, I think, roughly 18,000 patients that he was seeing through his course of treating people. And he was giving them raw milk, and a lot of them were actually being helped by just drinking raw milk, which, again, is kind of quite crazy that there's this whole um, connotation that drinking raw milk is bad, which I can kind of see where that's coming from because a lot of people are worried about different bacterias that could possibly be growing with raw milk or natural milk. But from my understanding is that if the farm itself is really clean, the cows are able to move around, they're eating grass, um, again, and being taken care of properly, that that usually helps aid in having a healthy cow, which will actually produce healthy milk then. Um, in most places, they do testing nowadays too to make sure that nothing is coming up. Typically, these tests are done within a matter of 24 to 48 hours, so they can already see if there's something wrong with the batch. Now, that's not to say that something still could be missed, so that's always um, a caution that I want to lean towards for anyone that's debating about checking this out. Again, do your research before you start doing it. 
Again, I'm just one person here talking into this podcast. Um, This isn't supposed to be any medical advice. It's more for opening up your mind to other options that you may have not thought about before for helping you treat your ulcerative colitis, your Crohn's disease, or any other GI issue that you may be facing. So I'm going to check back in with you guys in probably about a couple days just to show you where I'm at with the raw milk that I've been drinking. Uh, I'm assuming my milk probably will last for the next two, three days. So I'll probably have to make another stop at that farm that's close by. But again, I feel like getting fresh milk every couple days is probably going to be the best bet and not just letting it sit around. Uh, I'll probably do some more research and talk to the farmers too, what they say. But again, in the last couple days, I've noticed a huge difference. So again, to anyone that's open to trying new things that could possibly benefit them, I highly recommend that you look a little bit further into the raw milk, but again, do your research first, Um, possibly talk to your medical provider, what they think about that. But again, there's probably not a whole lot of information out there right now because it seems to be something that's a little bit newer out there, even though for centuries people have been drinking raw milk, but in the last uh, 100 years or so, give or take, that we've pasteurized milk and now it's become more common that we should drink pasteurized milk and not raw milk. So... Again, do your research. Let me know how everything goes for you. Uh, send me an email or any questions. Again, you can always reach out. And if you haven't before, make sure to review and write a review for this podcast. Give us the five stars, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, or any podcast station that you listen to. It just helps grow this channel each and every day. So thank you, and we'll see you next time. That is a wrap for our podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If, again, you like this episode, make sure to comment and like this and share it with all your friends. It means so much when you share this information with everyone else. Again, if there's anything that you want to hear, send us an email, send us a comment. We'll definitely be happy to respond back to that and maybe talk about that topic. As always, make sure to talk to your provider first before you make any medical changes. Again, this is not meant to be something for you to change your medication or anything along those lines. You need to talk to your medical provider first before you make any changes. As always, stay healthy. We'll see you next time. The information provided is more for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other health care provider. This information is not to be used or relied on for any diagnostic or treatment purposes. You should not use this information for diagnosis or treatment of any health problem or as a substitute for medication or other treatments prescribed by your physician. Please consult your health care practitioner before embarking on a diet, fast, exercise, or supplement program. Thank you.